Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What song do you want to hear, Dan? Beer! 1500 ESPN's Beer Show is on the air. Presented in part by Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores, and Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Now, alongside Mike Fratelloni, here's Chris Reavers. That's right. Thursday night means beer show night here on 1500 ESPN online. You can find us at 1500ESPN.com. We are live inside of the TCL Broadcast Studios. My name is Chris Reavers, and by my side, he is back. He is tan. He is rested. His name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden I do. I'm not tan, Reavers. You really like are. To, no, because I look like me if you come back on. from Florida. Yeah, because you know why? I don't want to die of the cancer, so right. I'm going to try to keep that I, off. I never used to wear sunscreen as a kid, yes. and I would, I would suffer it. Tremendous, but now I, I have to. I have to coat myself in 100 SPF because otherwise I'll look like that red Toro sign sure. on, uh, on this beautiful That's TCL exactly TV. the same thing that happens to me. Then it all peels off. So then... we were both in Florida, not at the same time, but almost at the same mm-hmm. time. Roughly. And uh, I, I I do have one beer-related item and one baseball-related item. So you went down with the whole crew, with your with your beautiful girls, mm-hmm. and I just me and the bride went down. Sure. And I, Which is I different, by the way, better. <laughs> well, I did that travel with kids back in February, and it was a nightmare. Yeah, and my my wife said, "Oh, it wasn't that bad." Yeah, it was that bad, hon. You just you don't look at things the same through the same prism as I do. Plus, real quick, I'm going to digress. Two small boys that can't quite swim but want to be in the pool every single second. Yes, makes you a jungle gym in the pool mm-hmm. that they're jumping off of. Uh, you're constantly worried that they're going to drown. It's just not fun. No. When they get to be my kids are 9 and 10, right, they can swim. So I don't have to, like, Hawkeye watch them every single second. But right. they do yell to me, Dad, watch this handstand. And then you think, is it the exact same handstand you've done 500 times in the water? And the one that it. I just saw yeah, nine just, seconds just, ago. I just counted how long you were upside down for. Right. I'm not going to do it again. So my guess is you didn't take in any baseball when I you were down there. I was unable to. I played golf, but no baseball. Okay, gotcha. So... This was kind of a baseball trip, but we were going to do a lot of other things. And, and because it's just the two of us, we can do. We can do multiple things every sure. day because you're on a different you're on a you different schedule. To, yeah. You just keep going. So we would do, for instance, so we did uh, the Twins game Friday and then the, the home game on Sunday because we stayed right in Fort Myers. And mm-hmm. then on Saturday, we drove up to Sarasota okay. to watch the Twins play Baltimore. And mm-hmm. before that, we went to the Pirates game just for an inning or two just to see the ballpark. So... Last two Thursdays ago, when we talked about this, and I mm-hmm. gave you some advice that you should just go down and bring your wife to the beach, and just and we did that, and it, no, yeah. not the same way. You, you thought you were going to go to two games in two one Thursday ago, oh yeah, and now you've gone to a total of four, four games. in three days, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hmm. and then well, what was cool okay. is in between the two games we saw. We got to go to Sarasota Beach, mm-hmm. which is absolutely stunning, beautiful. It's a gorgeous beach. We we actually found a spot. Right there, which is hard to believe. Okay. We, it was all the, it was perfect timing where somebody just had to be happened to be leaving at four o'clock in the afternoon, sure. and oh my god, we were we were right there. So you pulled up, sat down, and like twenty oh. minutes later left. No, it to was get to the it ballpark. was a good hour. We were there for a good hour, maybe hour and a half, not quite an hour and a half, but okay. over an hour. And so we're in Sarasota, and there's 
There's one reason I'm telling you this story because I know you're going to love this story. So, and we also we did go to Sanibel. Okay. Even though it took us not an worth it hour plus to get there, not worth it. It's totally not worth no, it. No, Sanibel's great. Don't ever try to travel there. Well, and especially during spring break. Yeah, it, just, it it's, takes you an hour to get on the island, yeah. an hour to get off. Congratulations. You so drove an hour. We went to the Twins game. They played Baltimore in, in at the Sarasota Ballpark, which mm-hmm. is gorgeous. It's really cool. It's 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 older, but it's very well maintained okay. and very well taken care of, and it's a very cool, cool ballpark. So you know Jess. You've met her a million mm-hmm. times, and, and you know that I have vastly outkicked my coverage. Absolutely. So we're walking down the third baseline, and... You know, we're, it's a it's a beautiful Saturday night in Sarasota, mm-hmm. and we each have a a cold beverage, and we're just enjoying it's relaxing it, relaxing, and taking that. pictures of this, that, and the other thing. So the Twins bullpen is down the left field foul line, and mm-hmm. we can stand above it, okay, take pictures and look down. It's really really cool. So she's about from me to you away, maybe a little bit farther away, and she's taking pictures of the park. It looks like she might be taking pictures of the guys in the bullpen, okay. Because she's got the wide angle sure. view and she's got a really, you know, the nice camera, blah, blah, blah. And uh, there's like, I would say, eight to 10 Twins players hanging out there. And these are guys that are double A, triple A players. That, Names you, know, you just don't get to know. These two old guys are standing next to her. And the one looks at her and she sees this beautiful blonde and this white Twins mm-hmm. tank top. And as a Baltimore fan, he looks, he goes, oh, which one, which one is yours? Yeah. And she turns and she looks at this tub of goo looking at his phone. She goes, actually, I'm stuck with that one. Oh, that's it was, hilarious. It was very funny. So was she was awesome. giving the old, what player's wife are you? <laughs> and she's like, and no, like, I'm uh, stuck with this. Yeah. Don't be yep, me. Sorry, but. Yeah. Anyway, so. And then did they say, I'm sorry, ma'am. Our condolences. Yes, our you know, condolences. I do have to say, though, I like Florida because it is a great escape. I don't love Florida. Really? Is that fair? I think, you know, what you have to do, I, I gave you this advice, you didn't believe me, right. or didn't heed my advice. Mm-hmm. You have to chill out. You can't be in the car drive. Everything's a long drive there, yes. no matter where you're going, because yes. traffic's crazy. You have to just get someplace, chill out, go to the beach for eight hours instead of 80 minutes and just get bored. We both do have that problem of mm-hmm. chilling out when okay. we're on vacation. And because when you go on vacation with my wife, it is, you are going on a workout for, a, I mean, because you're just doing, so, and sure. I'm kind of wired the same you way. You want to get up and get going. But and... we're doing a lot of stuff. So that is one problem that we both have was we don't have the chill factor. And you were only there for a few days. If I it was four five days, days, four nights oh, okay. that we well, were there. Was, yeah, and then with, and four ballparks. Congratulations. Wait. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, five days, four nights, because okay. we flew out Tuesday. So that was that was fun. Yeah, right? it was so a good time. I just happened to be down there, right? And mm-hmm. and I said to my parents because they they have a home down there, and I said, "Hey, when do you fly back?" And we just miraculously booked the same flight back. Oh, and it was amazing. So we're getting we're driving to the airport, and I, I'm I had a rental minivan because for some reason I rented a minivan because I had five people with me. And my parents said it's, it's snowing in Minneapolis, and I said it is, and they said, "Yeah, we're supposed to get eight inches." And my dad says. I'm not going home. Ah. And he just brought him, brought us to the airport, grabbed my rental car, took off, and just stayed down there. He's like, I'm not going. <laughs> I was like, wow, isn't that nice to be just 75 and just oh. have just, just enough money to say, I, I don't have to go home. I can just Help, turn back and give go Give your dad's house. name again. Larry. Larry. That's yeah. what I thought. Okay. Uh, he is my hero. Isn't that Larry just Fratelloni, nice? you are my yeah. hero. It was I, so cool. I love that. Oh, what? I am. I'm, I'm. I'm just gonna stay down here. Yeah, and we were all driving to the airport. And he said, "I'm not. I'm not going. What? What are we doing?" And I, and I showed him my like Apple thing, and it said it's gonna be 10 degrees on Thursday and all this stuff. And he said, "Why? Am, why am I going home? Right. What? What do I have why to do back do in St. Paul? Why don't I wait two more weeks?" 
So he's he stayed down there. Good for him. But usually oh. you make that decision before you're driving to the airport. Not you know, you don't, you're you don't, on your way. Yeah, you don't just say, you know what? I'm not doing this. I'm not going home. So, so good awesome. good for him. He's still God down bless you, Larry. God Isn't bless it? It was you. smart. Awesome. Someday. Uh, let's step aside for a quick moment and come back with our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits and do the weekly beer run. He's Mike Fredoloni. I'm Chris Reavers. This is 1500 ESPN. This is the Beer Show. ESPN. The only thing possibly more important than what beer you're drinking is where to get it from. Let's make a beer run with the guys from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. As 1500 ESPN's beer show now continues. Let's talk some beer, shall we? It's time for the weekly beer run here on The Beer Show, and that means our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits join us. The best bottle shops in the Twin Cities. It's not even close. They are on the corner of 42nd and Hiawatha in South Minneapolis and in White Bear Lake on Highway 61 and 4th Street in downtown White Bear Lake. And devoted Chicago White Sox fan Ryan is here this evening. How are you, man? Hey, you know, the, the Sox are off to an okay start. You know, they're they're a young team, but I'm excited for uh, The future is the very future. bright yeah. on the south side. There is yeah. no question about that. Yeah, definitely. Hey, I've got I've got good news for you. Oh. Um, this is something that you've been asking for for a really long time, and it finally happened over the past couple weeks here. Fresh squeezed in 12 packs. It's about damn time! <laughs> Can you believe it? It finally happened, and just in time for uh, what just we thought was going to be spring. Awesome. Yeah. I can't, seriously, I Ryan, yes. v- vouch for me on this, because the shoots is probably one of my top two or three absolute go-to packs. Uh, that I absolutely have to have in my fridge at all times. And I've been bugging him about when am I going to be able to get this in a like, I'm not pack. kidding. This has been like forever. Three, three sure. years or something. Whatever, yeah. whatever it's been. Whenever yeah. you guys blessed us with uh, uh, with fresh squeeze in this market. But I've been clamoring for it. And I, I'm assuming I'm not the only one. Uh, you're not the only one. I, I still had to beg, borrow, and steal to make it happen. <laughs> but I, I was willing to to do a lot of things. Awesome. I, sh- I should mention, too, not only is fresh squeeze in 12 packs in both of our stores, but those same 12 packs are now our... Beer of the month for the entire month of April. No kidding, bada yeah. bing. Yeah, so well, we're 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 gonna have a, a dollar, an extra dollar off on all of our issues packages. They're already low priced, but we're gonna have their mainline beers, including the variety, all at thirteen ninety nine and fresh squeezed twelve packs. A full twelve pack of fresh squeezed, just fifteen ninety nine. That's a fantastic deal. So l- let me ask you: You should from- raise that price. <laughs> it's worth more than that. Anyway, well, of course so it what is. is what yeah. you're talking about. <laughs> So let me ask you, because when you're making a transition like that with such a popular beer, mm-hmm. what kind of fine line do you have to walk knowing that if you continue to give it to the public in six packs, they're still going to buy it anyway? Well, I think that's always the thing, right? It's it's uh, If you're kind of getting the milk, why buy the cow? Yeah. Uh, but I, I think it just, you, you hit a certain critical mass of, of the demand. And you you know, at the end of the day, we are a consumer brand. We want to give our mm-hmm. damn tasty beer to our thirsty fans and if that's the package that they want like we're happy to accommodate so you still got to make your money on it and you you haggle about the price and then you think look link up with good partners like ryan here and get it going and elevated how and long how long has it been in this market uh fresh squeeze so people it's kind of interesting because you know we're turning 30 years old this year it's our 30th birthday for the oh, shoots wow. but uh the beer itself was only made like four years ago 
uh, or debuted. So it was a seasonal. It was a pub favorite. Everybody went nuts for it. Uh, then it was in Bombers. Don't you remember the Bombers? Yes, I do. Uh, then it was just in and out. People went nuts for it. Then it in was... fact, that was my first uh, taste of it. You brought in a Bomber. Yeah, you probably all right. fresh squeezed. Yep. And if I, it was either for a show or maybe a social, and we had no idea. You've but... talked about it. Like, oh, it's it's one of my go tos. Awesome, yes. yes, it's one well, of my yeah, go tos. People were fired up when it went into six packs, right? And now to have it in twelve packs, it's just and I, in cans. And in cans. And in cans. Uh, so that's the other big innovation for us this year is, uh, you know, speaking of market demand, we we built a canning line. So the brewery is is on a hill next to a river. So there's not a lot of great places we can expand that we already haven't. Uh, so we actually built like a steel mezzanine level. So the bottling line swoops underneath this giant platform and comes back out. And cool. then the bottling line, the canning line, like starts on the floor, goes up over the bottling line and comes back down on the other side. Oh, cool. And uh, we had an awesome team that that worked really hard for several months to get that up and running. And now we have uh, Fresh Squeezed, Mirror Pond, and our Pacific Wonderland Lager in six-pack cans to start. Fresh Squeezed 12-pack cans. Right now it's just bottles. Yeah, mm-hmm. right now just bottles. Uh, are going to be coming later in the year once we kind of get everything smoothed out with uh, the rollout of the cans. Because my guess is the demand for production has vastly increased with, with the launch of a 12-pack like of this variety. Definitely. And I mean, you know, w- between that and the cans and, uh, you know, here, especially in a market like this, all the places that we hadn't sold because you couldn't have glass, you know, the golf mm-hmm. courses and the lake boats fronts and, and boats and everything. Uh, so, you know, it's it's really exciting to get a beer that's, does extremely well in this market and in general to a lot more places that we couldn't before. Can I ask a stupid question? Maybe I don't understand it. Do you make less money the more beer you put in? Like if you made a 24-pack, does the margin have to dump down dramatically then? It depends how you price it. Well, I mean, does that work? I mean, is someone going to say, I'll buy 24 cans of fresh squeeze for 30 bucks? Is that, or they'd have to pay more than that. Or they, they'd have to pay 35 bucks for it or something. Or does that, does, is there a threshold, Ryan, that says, I'm not going to pay that for a 24-pack? Because people who are buying 12s of fresh squeezed, are going to drink 24 of them. Right, yeah. It's not like they're going to go bad in that short And, that, and that's exactly it. I think that part of the demand for 12-packs was just like people didn't want to be grabbing two, three, six-packs every time they go to the liquor sure. store. It's just kind of a pain. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there is demand for for you know larger packages yet. I mean, we've, we've seen this with a lot of the 15-packs that you see out there now from mm-hmm. Founders, Goose Island, et cetera. So hopefully, yeah, one day, you know. It's, it's definitely be. something we're talking about. I mean, uh, as we've seen, you know, Founders is a great example. I mean, they've, they've taken off big time with uh, that packaging and we've we've talked about 15 pack 18 pack right mm-hmm. you know i suggested we duct tape a bottle to the outside and do a seven pack uh, but they didn't go for that one so you know the sky's the limit i think right now you're really blurring the lines between traditional kind of beer drinking beer and what those big suitcase packages mm-hmm. are and what craft beer was and what it's going to be because sure. i think they're going to start to blend more together as we move on fresh squeeze could be a suitcase Beer. I would drink a suitcase. I mean, right? well, it's, it's, it's so hard to find a, a beer that that kind of demands this kind of attention these days, right? Mm-hmm. There's just so the attention spans of the consumer are so short. It's hard to become a staple in someone's rotation. So the fact that someone wants to buy 12, 24 of your beers at one time says a, a lot. Sign. Yeah. yeah. And if you can brew to scale, you know, you, you realize those economies of efficiency and right. it definitely helps. I need help. What's a suitcase beer? Like Why 24 it- pack. Looks like a suitcase. You're carrying it. Oh, <laughs> pretty much thinking, every beer you've ever cool bought before you started. Piece a beer of show. lingo that I oh. don't have anything any clue about. Oh, okay. I think. And then what do they call it when they have two of them in a bin? Or maybe that's not what they call that. 
Oh, well, they're super suits. Those are the 16 ounce oh, 24 packs. Isn't that cool? Yeah. See? You guys got to hang out at Elevated some more. Yeah, we, we need to. You know what we should do is we should work a busy Saturday one of these days. Then we get fired, but we get an employee discount all day. That's a great Not plan. a bad idea. That's a great plan. Not I'm sure Ryan idea. would yeah. love yeah. that. You, know, you got to watch your inventory. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> all right, so we have covered uh, Fresh Squeeze, which I, I don't want to spend too much time on. Obviously, it's my favorite. But uh, what else is new and featured at Deschutes? Um. Not right this second, but very soon. Um, we got Twilight, which is uh, was our summer seasonal for a very long time. Uh, two years I'm ago. I'm unfamiliar. Twilight. Twilight's a summer ale. Um, it's a blonde. We call it summer ale. It's a blonde ale with Amarillo hops. So you get a nice little citrus kick to it. Huh. Uh, it was our summer beer for uh, like a decade. And then two years ago, we decided we wanted to try something new. We tried a hop slice. Okay. Um, tried it as a kind of a session ale. Tried it as a tone down the hop a little bit. Didn't quite reach our expectations. So, And we actually, some of our marketing with Twilight is... So many people wrote to the brewery that they were mad that we stopped making Twilight. Oh, really? That it literally is like backed by popular demand. Okay. So um, we had some posters made up, like you know, backed by Ryan's demand, and then sure. quotes from the actual emails <laughs> oh, that with nasty grams we got about. But that's, I mean, that happens a lot, don't you? Because you oh, got to yeah. listen to what the people want, otherwise oh, yeah. you're going to fail. Yeah, so we uh, freshened up the packaging a little bit. Uh, the same recipe, but bringing the beer back. So we'll have that in six packs and 12 packs. So the 12 pack will be a part of uh, the beer of the month. Right. Cool. There at Elevated. Um, we got our Passion Fruit IPA, which will also be at Elevated. Um, it's part of our Just Tap series. So it looks like a slate chalkboard on the actual six pack. And the logo is looks like a chalk drawing because it is. Because our Bend chalk artist, they actually took his drawing and then digitized the image and put it on the packaging. Oh, very cool. So, so straight from the tap room. Straight from the tap room. So mm-hmm. trying to really, you know, bring that, you know, in and out feel. You know, we got, you know, people always talk about rotation nation and the co- the consumer being hard to catch. So, you know, really take that chalkboard thing at a bar and just slap it on the package. When you guys have, as you mentioned, you're on your 30th year and you guys have such brand recognition in the craft beer community. You know, how much are you worried about a market like the Twin Cities where you were just mentioning all flavor profiles that don't fit really well here. I mean, are you are you targeting specific markets when you're doing things like that, or is it kind of a brand nationwide? You know, it depends on the beer. I think when you have something like Fresh Squeeze, it's just like, man, like it doesn't matter who it is. Like, this beer is awesome. Right. Um, you know, I, I think we're fading away from region-specific because I think the fads are becoming so broad. You Got know, it. like the New England IPA, mm-hmm. right? It's like... It's it's everywhere now. Like Sierra Nevada makes one, Fat Tired, or uh, sorry, New Belgium makes one, and now we're actually going to make one in draft only uh, this summer called Fruit Boots. Fruit Boots. That's a fun one. Uh, so <laughs> Say that slowly. Yeah. yeah. So you know it's and uh, you know just kind of like the founders thing. Like it's you know they're doing the solid gold with the you know people are going after that PBR you know kind of old old Milwaukee drinker all of a sudden mm-hmm. from the craft side, and I, I think it's all these lines are blurring now. So I think when we make a beer, it's just. You know, we do market research. We look at the data, the scan data from the grocery stores across the country and what our core market certainly wants. But I think you just try, you know, you just at a point, try to make the best thing you can. You know, Brian, everyone's listening here and somebody just started listening to the show for this first time, like seven minutes ago. Okay. Where is Deschutes and what are they all about? And, and See, tell I us take more things about like that for granted because yes, I know we just forget. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> uh, started in Bend, Oregon in 1988 as a brew pub about the size of this radio booth. Um Gary Fish, our owner, still still owner and founder, uh, chairman of the board. So he basically, he was a restaurant guy. He came, um, his family was into restaurants and wine. I uh, lived in Northern California. Saw a lot of potential in this town of 10,000 people in an abandoned sawmill. 
And but this is going to be a great tourist place because there's a ski mountain and there's all those rivers and there's mountains and lakes and all this stuff to do. And now there's like I think there's like 35 breweries for about a hundred thousand people in the sun in in and around Bend. Mm. Most of them Deschutes alumni that uh, learned either st- helped us start or learned how to brew at Deschutes and then started their own breweries. Oh wow! Um, you know we still do a lot of testing for them too at our QA lab. Mm. But uh, you know we have expanded over the years. We're now in 30 states. Um, of those 30 states. Volume-wise, it goes California, Oregon, Washington, Minnesota. Wow. So we are the fourth biggest market, and we sell more fresh squeeze per tap handle than any other state. Isn't that amazing? When you think how many choices of fine beer we make here, yet we can still be the fourth to a company like Deschutes, Mm -hmm. who also is West Coast, and there's California right below them. (laughs) It's a big state, California, and that's amazing. We must be drinking a lot more beer here than I thought. This is a healthy market. It's a craft, yeah. Healthy in quotations. uh, (laughs) It's healthy for craft, and it's healthy for just, I assume, Miller Lite, too. Well, to put it in perspective, you know you have arrived, so to speak, when you're on tap at the bleeping state fair. Oh yeah, the state it, fair is huge. Well, for that's us. that's just it. You do, you know that this is a big big deal when mm-hmm. you guys are on tap at the state fair. You know it's it's been a great market for us. It's been a great partnership. Um, you know we got um, one of our representatives from JJ Taylor in here. They've been a, a great distribution partner for us, and we've uh, we're coming up on eight. Well, this is the eighth year we launched in 2010 in the Twin City. In, well, in all of Minnesota, um, you know Fresh Squeeze only been around for about half of that time. But we're you know we just we just try to keep bringing what people want. You know some of our biggest accounts. In, in the country, come out of the Midwest, out of, out of Minnesota. So keep drinking. And I, I've got to imagine that you appease a lot of your customers, Ryan, when you launched the fact that Fresh Squeeze was going to be out and available in a 12-pack. Well, we kind of we timed beer of the month around it, right? So <laughs> we, we, we were thinking ahead. Yeah, yeah, you were thinking it was going to be 71 today, and, right. and the Twins we're all going to be, be happy that the Twins are yes. with it. <laughs> Instead of, let's go get some Fresh Squeeze and shovel the driveway. Right. I was so mad I had to shovel my driveway. Oh. I said, screw it. I'm not shoveling. I'm going to run my truck up and down. The <laughs> That's how I'm going to take care of this. Uh, anyway, so this is the featured beer of the month at Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. Yes, shoots. it is. All through the month of April. And we'll have a couple tastings this weekend, of course. Uh, tomorrow night we're doing Minneapolis 5 to 7 and then White Bear uh, 3 to 5 on Saturday. I should make mention, too, and, and maybe you can just touch on this particular beer real quick. We're going to be... We're we're going to be releasing and have available some abyss as well, Ooh, you know, nice. and maybe we should just briefly, you know, let the listenership know what abyss is because it is a huge part of your. Oh yeah. Uh, so the abyss, portfolio. you know, I think a lot of breweries have their their you know big crazy reserve beer that's only that's very limited that they hang their hat on, and ours is the abyss. It's a uh, bourbon and Scotch barrel aged imperial stout. Um, and it's got the whole kitchen sink in there. I mean, there's vanilla beans and blackstrap molasses and cherry bark and all kinds of stuff that brewers love playing with. So it usually comes out uh, just after like December, kind of after Thanksgiving, uh, before the end of the year. Uh, we've been making it for since 2010. That sounds about right. I yeah. want to say. So I don't, do you know what vintage you got going? We've got some. We're mostly from uh, this past year. So okay. we've got the uh, the regular abyss as well as tequila and Ooh, yeah. is it rum? Is that the other one? Yeah. So yeah. we started doing some bottled some bottle only variants uh, that we aged exclusively. Um, the first year was uh, scotch and rye barrels, and this year we this past year we did tequila barrels and rum barrels. Yeah, so I was those a particular will be fan of the tequila myself. Yeah, it's not something you would typically think of, but it works really well, and and both stores should have that available too. So if you're thinking spring, you know maybe grab that fresh squeezed. If cool. you're embracing the the cold and the snow. 
Abyss could be a, a great bottle to take home. So if people are hearing this, they want to find out more information about the shoots, about Fresh Squeeze, the fact that, God bleep it, you all you finally got off your butt and made it a 12-pack, where can they find that? All online? You're welcome. <laughs> uh, you can go to DeschutesBrewery.com for all your tasty needs. Awesome. Great to meet you, Brian. Thanks, man. Thank you, guys. And uh, this is the Featured Beer of the Month at Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, you know, check us out on the internet as well, elevatedbws.com. And always check out Facebook, Twitter, Instagram for our Thursday new brew releases. Those will show you everything that's relevant and new to the shop for that week. And your social media pages are phenomenal. They keep everybody up to date, too. So you you guys are a follow on both. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. Yeah. Okay, I couldn't remember. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the one I'm not on. I refuse. I, two is my limit. I can only do two pages. That's all I can do. More and more Instagram lately, actually. So. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk to you again, man. Thank you. You bet. Uh, that'll do it for this week's weekly beer run. More information can be found online and also at the Beer Show page at 1500ESPN.com. Don't touch that radio dial. This is the Beer Show. How to like beer. You're tuned in to the Beer Show. Taste your beer. Letting it wash over each section of your tongue. On 1500 ESPN. Hello. Welcome back to the Beer Show right here on 1500 ESPN. As always, you can find us online at 1500ESPN.com. My name is Chris Reavers. Mike Fredoloni with Fredoloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores by my side. And year number five of our partnership with the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation to do the Brewer's Ball is going to take place this Saturday at International Market Square. I have the pleasure of being the MC once again this year, and uh, it's one of my favorite events of the entire year because all of it is a good time. It's a great, it's a great environment. It's a great feel, but it all goes to such a great cause, and that is to raise money for the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. And Michael, you have been in attendance for almost all of them, right? I think every single one of every them. One, one thing them. I like to say every time we talk about this. It's a brewer's ball. It's a casual event. Yes. You are not dressing in a tuxedo. You are dressing in, I'm going to wear a sport coat, but most people wear jeans oh, and a dress don't get shirt. Me wrong. This is as good as I'm ever going to yeah, look. Yeah, you wear a suit because you're emceeing, <laughs> but, but most people come very casually because it is a beer tasting event that raises money for CF, a very yes. important cause. Uh, and joining us right now is Anton Newman. He is a CF dad. Uh, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. So obviously you have a connection being a father uh, of a patient that's gone through this uh, this process. What is it like when you either go out in public or you come in here in studio with us and you talk to people? Because I think what I'm sensing is a common theme with either people that are associated with it, parents of, of kids that are going through this process is it's awareness. It's just strictly trying to raise awareness and just continuing to fight the fight. Is that a fair assessment? That's a great assessment, and, it, and it's progress, which is exciting as well, right? So it's exciting. It's uh, We've got a lot of things on the radar that are happening for us that are really progressive. Um, you know, 40 years ago, the prognosis of CF was, was terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, children wouldn't live very long. Mm-hmm. Uh, but fast forward 40 years, um, here we are today. Um, the life expectancy is, is 40 years old, which is amazing. Um, so, yeah, excitement, um, progress, everything about it is really positive right now. I want to hear about your kid. She is uh, almost two years old. She uh, luckily she looks like her mother. She's very cute. <laughs> but, uh, she's I was gonna hope. Fun. I was praying for her. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, right. Yeah, thank God we're on the radio. But uh, no, I mean it, it, uh, it's wonderful. We, you know, the doctor's message to us was she's a regular little girl. Yeah. You know, she's got this disease, uh, but don't let it define her. You know, don't protect her. Don't put her in a bubble. Let her do stuff. She needs to be out in public and, mm-hmm. and live a regular life. So um, that's kind of our mission. They uh, they said, you know. Your goal is to keep her healthy enough to find the cure. Sure. The cure will be here in her lifetime. And this organization is special because for people that are maybe listening to this and aren't familiar with what CF does, 
um, or the foundation does, excuse me, is it's a grassroots campaign. I mean, the, the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation, ladies and gentlemen, they don't receive government funding because in the eyes of the government, there's just not enough people to, quote unquote, make money. As harsh as that might sound, unfortunately, that's the sad reality of the world that we live in. And the, and as a, as a guy that's married to a woman who works in the healthcare industry, it's that's just common practice. And that's why organizations like this need every ounce of energy and talent and emotion devoted to things like the Brewers Ball and, and various events that go out throughout the course of the year. And when I was approached, you know, uh, five and a half, six years ago, whenever it was, uh, to be a part of this, I had zero idea what mm-hmm. was going on. But the connection that I had at the time was I was a brand new father. You know, my, my six-year-old son, William, at the time had, had just been born. And what, when you're seeing what so many of these families are going through, you think, man, I'm, I'm the lucky one here. I, I, so th- that was my connection, knowing that I was lucky that I was able to have a healthy son. And now, you know, meeting a lot of, of parents, you know, just like you, but then you realize these kids, they're, they're, they're not any different than the, than the kids that I have, the kids that Fred Loney has or any other person that's, that's out there listening to us right now. And that's what's so great about this connection and so great about this organization is, you know what? It could be you. It could be somebody else. You mm-hmm. never know. Yeah. I mean, we, we had no history of it in our family. So it came as a total right. shock. It was day five. You know, third day we're home from from the birth and, you know, starting to be normal. And then you get this call going, your daughter has CF, and it kind of rocks your world. Oh, so um, they didn't tell you pre no, before she was born? They weren't no, able they to, do okay. the testing at birth. And, okay. uh, they do the blood testing and they call sure. you a couple days later. Um, so we found out, um, you know, day five, which, uh, you know, rocks your world. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you get into it and they, they are normal kids, right? They're just, mm-hmm. you want to, they want to laugh and, and run and, and and play and do everything that a regular kid does, and, and you just want to support that. So it's I, really cool. I appreciate you saying that, but now that I've met so many kids with CF, they are normal people, but they live ex- very extraordinary different lives. They have uh, many things to do that my kids, thank God, and, and Reaver's kids, thank God, didn't have to do. Can you describe what a day in Bailey's life, how it's different than a two-year-old's? Yeah, it's funny. It's, it's our normal, right? Because it's our first mm-hmm. one, so we don't know any different, but it... Uh, so part of the, the disease is that they've got a thick mucus, right? So um, that blocks an enzyme that releases in their pancreas, so they can't digest nutrients like you or I can. So every time she eats, she takes an enzyme, a pill. Mm-hmm. Um, in her first year of life, I think we counted, it was over 8,000 pills in her first year of life that you break open and put into applesauce for them. Um, so it's overwhelming. So that's, mm-hmm. that's part of the routine. Um, she takes a nebulizer every day for 15 minutes, um, puts a mask on. Um, if you ever try to get a two-year-old to sit still for 15 <laughs> minutes. Uh, no, I mean, I, I, we, we joke about that. That would be impossible. Yeah. If I, mean, I had to put my eight-year-old and say, sit still for 15 minutes, that won't happen. Yeah, there's uh, some cr- incredible YouTube channels that mm-hmm. uh, are great for little kids to, to sure. lock them in for a little while. But um, And then a lot of children um, and patients have a vest that they wear. Um, it's a compression vest that shakes the mucus um, out of their lungs to, to loosen it. Um, and they wear it for half an hour to an hour a day, multiple mm-hmm. sessions. Um, so those are really the big challenges for them. But again, they just want to be normal. So mm-hmm. aside from those things, let them run. It, sure. You know, when we've got Christmas at grandma's house, we just we're conscious if somebody's got a cold or a flu, we sure. just we don't go. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, they're, they're regular kids. Sure. And we've had a lot of kids in here. Um, I can't. Is it Tr- Tucker or who is a kid? Team uh, Trent? No, the, the, uh, uh, Aiden. Aiden. Team oh, yeah. Aiden. Yeah. Oh, you have the shirt on right there. Your team, team Aiden. And, and, you know, Team Aiden's a 12 year old kid or a 10 year old kid or whatever. And he looks the, uh, like the a, boom, by the way, was me wearing the shirt. Wearing the shirt. The team Aiden shirt. Radio, not television. And he looked like just a regular boy running around. And you you it's it's not something you see until later in life when they get that 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 sound when they start to develop the sound in their throats because they're just not moving their mucus around and and they're and i i just think of this thing today in your life at two years old 
if there's enough money coming to Cystic Fibrosis Foundation, there's a really possible chance to have your daughter die of old age. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that is amazing to think. And you just need to race to that cure. And uh, and Jack could help us with this. It's this is happening. I mean, this this is something that very possibly could be turned around in our lifetimes and in your daughter's lifetime for sure. Yeah, it's exciting. We just went to a uh, to a CF rally and they, they said that the number is nine billion dollars. That's the cure. Mm-hmm. You know, they've spent three billion to get to where we are today, which is um, you know saved lots of lives and extended lives. Um, nine billion is the number that they say will help us find the cure. So we're we're optimistic. You know, you can sit and, and wallow in the challenges, mm-hmm. uh, but we've embraced it. We said we're going to cure it. So let me ask you this: um, People are out there listening right now, and they know that the the, the Brewers' ball is a Saturday. We've been running countless ads for it, and people are being uh, su- suffering through my voice through those ads. Um, but they're hearing that, and they're hearing that it's on Saturday. But maybe they're un- they're unable to make it that day. Um, what other ways are people, because awareness, again, is the key word in this, what other ways, if people are listening to this, can they help out? Telling a friend, whatever, how can people help out that might not be able to join us for the Brewers Ball on Saturday? Well, the great thing about the CF Foundation, they've got a lot of events. There's, I think there's over 20 events in the cities here locally. So there's walks, there's stair climbs. Um, they just had the IDS stair climb. Um, so at, look, go to cff.org. Um, and visit the website. There's all sorts of activities here locally. Um, it's a really active chapter in the Minnesota and Dakotas. Um, they can look there, uh, but just be aware. Just be aware of it. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a really great event um, that the CFF group does. Um, it's called Twin Cities Finest. Yes. Um, so it's individuals between the age of 25 and 45 that are leaders in their community, um, in their respective businesses, and, and are philanthropic. Um, they can go to the website, research that, and sign up for it. Nominate themselves or a friend or a colleague that. Uh, would fit that billing, um, and that's a really productive inv- event as well. You know what? That, that does drag some good people in. I had the really great honor to be nominated for that, and I was like, I'm too old. And, they, and I was like, oh, that sucks. that's heartbreaking when, you, when you're too old to give money to a charity. Thank you. Well, you are too old. Uh, I know. Yeah. I was just too old. That was very sweet. You know, Mike mentioned something, too, uh, before, your last, uh, before your last response, Anton, about um, you know, awareness. And, and, and what I find astonishing is that you know, every year, when I'm given my script, in the case with Jackie, when I'm given four or five different scripts and revisions, and I'm only <laughs> saying that because I know she's over here panicking about the next couple of days leading up to the event on Saturday, which I'm kidding about, of course. But what I'm seeing in just the short five years that I've had the pleasure of being a part of the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation, the expectant life has grown even in that time. And so that's how you know that significant progress is being made and how, you know, in some cases when people are trying to raise awareness about their given cause, you don't see the light at that end of that tunnel, or it might seem like it's a it's a task that just isn't going to happen. But with this, you do feel that it's going to happen someday. Yeah, it's amazing. It, it uh, I mean, the scariest word to hear as a parent is life expectancy mm-hmm. with your child, right? Sure. Um, but when you when you get into it and you meet the people and the foundation and the support system that's there for you, and you hear about the progress every day. I mean, it's neat to meet with the CFF Foundation. Um, because every time we chat with them, there's something new that's come out that's supporting and extending lives of these patients. So we're very optimistic um, that they're going to find a cure in Bailey's lifetime, in other patients' lifetimes. No, it's going to happen. Yeah. Say it that way. We will. It we is will. going to happen. Yes. That's we'll awesome. Help. We're going to start tomorrow by raising some money to help cure it. Awesome. Yeah, let's, let's Saturday. On, on Saturday, yeah. let's get some people there. Let's drink some beer. Mm-hmm. You're going to throw some auction stuff up, and there's going to be other auction stuff I'm up. I'm going to so make fun of spend, you. Let's spend some money. <laughs> let's get a little wild. Well, and here's let's Uber great. home. Folks, if you're listening, by the way, because I know up until this point, we had been giving tickets away, but those are gone. The only way to even get into this event now is a few walk-up tickets that are left 
for Saturday's event, which is awesome, by the way. That means a lot of people are rallying around this cause and want to be a part of it, not just because it's a great fundraiser, but we're going to have a good time with a lot of, we have 30 different breweries that are going to be there. And it, like I said earlier in this segment, it's my favorite event of the entire year. So come on down, come hang out, meet cool people like Anton and 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 hear about their cause and everything else. And it's just a fantastic event that I'm so fortunate to be a part of. So Anton, thanks for coming in, man. It was a pleasure to meet you. Thank you guys very much. You got Appreciate it. We'll it. see you Saturday. You got it. First one's on you. Yeah, right. Okay, awesome. We have one segment to go. And by the way, if you want more information, go online right now uh, to 1500ESPN.com. Click on the keyword Brewers Ball. You can find more information about the event this Saturday and also how you might be able to help the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation uh, throughout other events. Just click on that events page online at 1500ESPN.com. We're going to step away for just a quick moment and wrap things up. You're listening to The Beer Show. This is The Beer Show. Drink some beer. On 1500 ESPN. I can get you buzzed. I can get you smiling. You're tuned in to the beer show. Yeah, I can fix some money. On 1500 ESPN. All right, final segment of the beer show here on 1500 ESPN. Reavers, Fratelloni, Manny Hill. We do have a... Excuse me, I had a roycey like gas attack there. Sorry about that. <laughs> right? I, I am okay. You know what? I, I think what I'm going to do is I am going to save this because it's so good. Okay, you I have a story save that you want to save. I, I want to save So what you're going to do is something week. not good for the rest of the show. No, no, no. That's what you imply. Well, this is, you know, for those listening, it's Radio 101. If you have a, a nice juicy topic, you don't want to burn it with just a couple minutes left of your show. Yeah, you want to You want to hold that. And it's one of those... Another uh, uh, radio buzzword. It's an evergreen topic, so it's not. It's <laughs> it not really time spoil. sensitive. And plus, for you being Mr. Fredaloni, mm. it's not. It, it'll it'll completely fit in your wheelhouse. Oh, so. I can't. I can't wait till anyway. next Thursday. Yeah. when we talk about Tune that. In, ladies Teasing and gentlemen, the best story that won't be old by then. Well, so you know what, Manny Hill. Yes, sir. Now on the beer show. Time to find out what's on tap. I'll tell you what's on tap. Uh, the tapped and corked event is coming up, and we have a pair of tickets to give away, correct, Yes, indeed. Yep, it's the fourth annual Tapped and Corked. Uh, It's Saturday, April 21st at the Essentia Health Sports Center in Brainerd uh, from 4 to 7 p.m., uh, and uh, for the part of the giveaway, part of the uh, pair of tickets, we're giving away uh, a one-night hotel stay at the uh, Super 8 in Brainerd. Uh, lots of good stuff there. Craft beer tasting, food, live music. You can sample over 200 yeah. craft beers <laughs> yeah. and wine. <laughs> you can. You probably shouldn't. No, I think you should go for it. <laughs> you got a hotel night stay, go for it. Uh, but it's really cool. And, uh, you know, we, we have, uh, you know, the guys from, from Jack Pine Brewery on every mm-hmm. year. I think we're talking to him next week. I can't remember exactly when that is. Anyway, we're going to have them on. Um, but it's a really cool event. How about caller number five right now? 651-646-8255. If you're outside of the metro area, you might be listening to us in Brainerd. 877-615-1500. Listen, you cheapos. It's a cheap getaway for Absolutely. free. And a reminder on the radio it is station. And a reminder it is in Brainerd. Yes. And it's on Saturday, April 21st. So give us so a call. So make sure you can go if you win. Yeah, yes. give us a call if you'd like to uh, It's a it's a cool event. Unfortunately, I haven't made it up there. I've had a number of friends who either live in that area no. or have made the drive up to that cuz 
Beer events are fantastic. You know what's really nice? Because everybody's the, cool. The sweet people at the Super 8 who said, you know, we'll throw in a room for the night. What the heck? Little did they know they were going to get a couple of, a couple from of the beer super show. hammered <laughs> the beer show uh, people joining them. All right, Mike Fredola, we have yes, two sir. minutes to go in this particular show. Okay. And, uh, make it good. Uh, well, I, we, we should make it good. Mm. But I need to ask you. And I want you to give me your 100% honest oh, no. answer. Do I not do lie that. to me. I never don't do that. lie to me. Okay. Don't lie to the yes. listener. Don't yes. lie to anybody that you love that's listening I'll to you try. right now. I'll try. When we were forecasted for nine inches of snow, did a part of you smile on the inside? Um, I was in Florida. So I was kind of <laughs> laughing. But what happened is I came home that day. Yeah. So my. Three-hour flight took five hours to get home, oh. right? Because we circled Minneapolis to get into land. And then I had to get pulled up. The taxi dropped me off in my alleyway in St. Paul, which mm-hmm. was filled with snow. I had flip-flops on, and I had to run Ooh. to get into my house to open my garage so I could get the luggage out. So my snow or my deck had like a foot of snow. My feet were a little cold. I'm not complaining because it was actually kind of pretty. Wasn't it? Sure. I, yeah. and, and it went away quick because the sun. It's a bummer. You know it's going to melt fast. But then when, when, when you hear that we're going to get more on, on Sunday, Sunday. I know. And then possibly more after that. It's like, okay, enough. I know. But, but the, so honest to God, so we got home from Florida, and it was nice for a couple of days. And then... You know, then we saw, okay, we're, we're, this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. This is, this is going to happen. Yeah, there's going to be real snow. And then I, th- the first thing I thought of was like, I wonder if that sick SOB Fredaloni is going back and going, <laughs> all my store managers were freaking out because we had moved from winter oh, to summer. I suppose. Yeah, but they, we don't let them get rid of the stuff. We say, no, you got to keep shovels. You got to keep ice melt just in case. Just in case. And they this look at happens. us like we're just the dumbest people in the world they're oh. like that no one's ever gonna buy ice melt well we sold like 900 bags of ice melt the last two days every ounce of ice exactly melt was gone. yeah well yeah. no we still got in fact we just literally ordered ice melt yesterday oh my god yeah, so it's coming and back in well, congratulations to fratelloni welcome home sir thank you for having us it's great to have you back if you missed any portion of the beer show you can always check out the podcast and you can find that online at 1500ESPN.com. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Reavers. You're the best. That's Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. My name is Chris Reavers. The Dan Levitard Show is up next after this top-of-the-hour break right here on the home of Sports Talk in the Twin Cities. We are 1500ESPN. Until next Thursday night, we'll talk to you then. Cheers. Need a gift idea for the outdoor adventure in your life? Shop the Allbirds Mizzle Collection, made with water-repellent puddle guard technology and ZQ-certified merino wool with a low environmental impact. It's a natural fit for winter runs. And Allbirds offsets the carbon footprint to make their Mizzle Collection carbon neutral, so you can take comfort in treading lighter. Get on their nice list this year with the Allbirds Mizzle Collection. Discover your perfect pair at allbirds.com. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com.